Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Class entryways as well. Check out techno mall.com for more information. Techno mall.com. Okay, folks, let's talk about self-development, wealth creation, renewal, and rejuvenation. Are you stuck in a rut? Do you aspire to be something bigger, something better? Well, author Y.E. Shavola has penned two incredible books that will help guide you down a new path, a path that will lead towards self-development, wealth creation, renewal, and rejuvenation. Learn how to make your dreams a reality. You owe it to yourself and your loved ones. Y.E. Shavola's books are available on Amazon right now. How to Occupy Till Jesus Comes, Self-Development, and How to Occupy Till Jesus Comes, Wealth Creation. Get them at our website through our Amazon link at com. Find them on Amazon. Check out Y.E. Shavola's incredible books, How to Occupy Till Jesus Comes, Self-Development, and How to Occupy Till Jesus Comes, Wealth Creation. Today on Amazon. This is the Risk Takers from Entrepreneurs Club Radio. He was placed in a foster home and became a member of a street gang. Then things got even worse. John Paul DeGioria became homeless and lived in his car. But somewhere along the way, a light went on. And like most great entrepreneurs, he co-founded John Paul Mitchell Systems, a hair care company. He started it with $700, borrowed, and turned it into a billion-dollar empire. In 1989, he also started the Patron Spirits Company, selling tequila. Now, his net worth is just south of $3 billion. But his story only begins here. You see, Mr. DeJoria believes it's not what you make that counts, it's what you do with it. Like most very successful entrepreneurs, he gives 75% of his money away. Yep, you heard that right. Most of it is given away. After growing up dirt poor, John Paul DeJoria is changing the world. A billion dollars at a time. Welcome to the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it all the way live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Daddy, hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? You must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy, play guitar. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thanks very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Welcome to our number three of the world famous Cheeky Jaguar video program. We've got some great guests coming up in this hour. We've got some great regulars as well. It is our number three of the world famous Cheeky Jaguar video program. Thanks for tuning in to the big broadcast from the KJAG Radio Studios in downtown Hutchinson, Kansas. We're live as live can get Monday through Friday. 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 PM Mountain Standard, and 24-7 at JiggyJaguar.com on the TuneIn apps on Radio Loyalty. Our premium podcast is available for $5 a month at JiggyJaguar.info. Selected editions will be available on iHeartRadio, 50-plus AM FM stations in the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Network. Our telephone number is 267-22-JIGGY, and the Jiggy Jaguar radio broadcast is brought to you by a fantastic new crowdfunding campaign. Check out launchgood.com slash project slash empowering underscore underprivileged underscore Pakistani underscore children. We are crowdfunding to educate the children of Pakistan through innovative and dynamic summer camps in order to transform them into able leaders of tomorrow.
We need to get everybody to check this out. If you don't want to check it out, go ahead and share it. Uh, also, help them out. This is an amazing, amazing piece of business. Let's tell you a little bit more, more about launchgood.com. Search empowering underprivileged Pakistani children. They're going to be turning Pakistani children into leaders of tomorrow, one summer camp at a time. And they've got some amazing, amazing things going on over there. Thinking is forbidden. That's the project. Sunchna Monahai. And uh, they are dreamers, and they want these children to be dreamers too. Check it out today at launchgood.com. That's L A U N C H G O O D dot C O M. Search empowering underprivileged Pakistani children. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Let's get into it. It is our number three, and uh, today we've got Donald Mazzala with us today. We also have Kip Marlowe. Both of them join us each and every week on this broadcast. And um, I wanted to put together a show. I know at one point Don had mentioned to me, we need to do a show about robotics. And I noticed a couple weeks ago, me and Kip were talking about robotics, and I'm like, I got it! <laughs> Let's put these two guys together and talk robotics. However, when I got a hold of Kip, Kip was like, well, I'll be on, but I think Don's forgotten more about robotics than I even know in the first place. So, <laughs> this will be a fun discussion today. <laughs> well, okay. Well, let me start it off. Okay, go, Don, go. Ben Perkins is not here. That's right. Um, I'll give you... um, I I sit on the board of the National Robotics Education Foundation. Okay. We're we're dedicated to helping introduce robotics uh, into the curriculum uh, grades, uh, kindergarten through uh, college. And the the reason... uh, the foundation was formed was because robotics, uh, and we were talking ju- just before we went on the air, yeah. uh, and a chip uh, said it, robotics is going to be almost as revolutionary as uh, the internet. It's going to take longer to happen, but it is happening today. Uh, and uh, right now, by uh, every uh, measure, there are 150,000 jobs uh, going unfilled in robotics-related uh, uh, sectors of the of our economy because there aren't enough uh, uh, trained personnel. Now, uh, uh, and I'll get into that if I may a little bit uh, later. But and by the end end of this decade, there'll almost be a half a million in America alone, a half a million unfilled jobs. That's not me talking. It's a lot of people a lot smarter. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's happening because robotics are becoming a part of our, our everyday lives in much, uh, many ways. And I just want to point out that drones are really robots. <clears throat> uh, we, we hear about them. And, just to, and as we were t- talking before we went on the air, uh, every good thing that mankind has ever invented has been turned into evil things as well. Yes. Today, the uh, Border Patrol shot down a drone that was carrying drugs across the uh, border in uh, Texas. So, um, uh, and I, uh, later on, I'd like to get into the subject of artificial intelligence. But what I, but there's a lot of good uh, things happening in robotics, and robotics is helping psych. Um, psychologists and uh, scientists who are running experiments. Uh, robotics are helping patients in hospitals and nursing homes. They're actually robots that pick up uh, uh, the patients and turn them at the, uh, at the required time so they don't get bed sores. Um, we are around the corner from uh, uh, driverless uh, cars, which are robotics. Um, Robotics are being used for a great many uh, purposes. They're on the on the manufacturing floor. Uh, we couldn't build cars in America or any other place in the world without robots today. So there's a lot of good things about robotics. And 
but there is also a downside to which we can get into. But yes. That's my opening statement. And uh, uh, Chip, you want to uh, jump in here? Sure, I would like to. I'm just very pleased and happy that you uh, are on the robotics board uh, for education purposes because um, I think Jiggy and I have talked about that for a long time. That, yep. That yep. We're going to have to have uh, education on robotics in our high schools, especially. Uh, we're going to have to put out people that will be uh, going to colleges with, with robotic engineering programs. And those 150,000 jobs that, that Don is talking about is so true. And they're not just minimum wage jobs. These are high, no. these are, these are well-paying jobs. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be uh, with you, Don, to be, uh, to know that you've been working so hard to put uh, robotics into schools, uh, kindergarten uh, to twelfth to twelfth grade through college. Um, we need it desperately right now, and our I think our educational system has kind of let us down. Well, why why do you think that it has let us down, there, Kip? Bureaucracy with a capital B is in Bruce. <laughs> um, it just it, 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 it's hard to move. A, it's hard to turn a battleship on a dime. You, you know, you've got in-grid, inbred uh, uh, educational systems and administrators that don't get the real world. They do not get today's uh, economy. They don't understand it. They think we're still in the 60s and 70s, and we're, we are so far beyond that, it's ridiculous. And then you've got uh, the school unions, and I and I know that I saying that will probably tick off half your half your uh, uh, half your listeners, Jiggy. But <laughs> the unions are also part of the problem. They don't want yeah. any changes. Um, I was in a meeting a while ago where uh, a local county wanted to to raise capital and get money grant money to build a STEM school. And there was all these superintendent of high school, superintendent of school districts in the room. And they said, you know, that's really cool. They were looking out the window acting like they were bored. Uh, that's really, really nice. But, you know, the unions won't let us, you know, hire anybody else. We, they, they won't let us bring in volunteers. We could bring in thousands. Don could bring in thousands of volunteers of retired engineers to come in and teach kids robotics in a heartbeat. They probably wouldn't even have to be paid. Uh, so it can be done, but the well, bureaucracy... Can I interrupt here uh, one second? Yeah, jump in there. Sorry, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Well, I want to... Uh, in programs where for at-risk children, the people that we... the children we worry about, when robotics are introduced into the curriculum, the dropout rate goes from 50% to 10%. Wow. Okay. And that, yes. Wow. And that has happened in Michigan, in California, in North Carolina, wherever these programs where uh, the kids are not just taught, but they build uh, miniature robots, they do any number of things, uh, it involves them and it reduces the dropout rate. At CCNY, they have a program that they run every summer, and uh, the kids come back on their own time in the fall. I'll be darned. So okay. you, you're absolutely right. It's, it's critical to STEM. Um, and can I throw one more? Yeah, jump in there. there. Um, uh, oh boy, I sound like Dan Perkins. <laughs>
We've got uh, two great guests with us today joining us on the telephone. 14 minutes after the hour, we've got Kip Marlowe with us today. We also have the fantastic Donald Mazzella. We're going to take a, a time out here when we come back. We're going to come back and talk about the dangers of robotics, kind of get both of these gentlemen's thoughts on that. And uh, the positives, we talked about the positives, fantastic, but we'll talk about the dangers, whether it's economic, um, artificial intelligence, you know, Terminator-type stuff. (laughs) We've got more coming up with both of these guys on the other side. Did you know that people are trying to find your business on Google? The question is, can they? At SaltRank, we work to get your website on the top of Google so that new customers come to you. Stop searching for customers. They're already looking for you. Learn more about our service at www.saltrank.com or call us today at 844-255-RANK. That's 844-255-RANK. Have you ever thought of getting a cosmetic procedure but not sure where to start? Introducing Cosmetic Selfie, an exciting new patient referral service for leading cosmetic surgeons, dentists, and med spas across the country. Simply take a selfie of an area you wish to have treated, send it to a specialist in their directory, and receive a free consultation from a board-certified specialist. It's that easy, so don't delay. Visit www.cosmeticselfie.com today to get started. An incredible brand new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. If you want to get healthy, get lean, keep results for a lifetime, then you need to listen to the Healthy Lean Life podcast. You're going to be hearing from an expert nutritionist, Lisa, Jill, Rooney. Her real strategies will help you make small changes, uncomplicate the process, take the right steps to becoming your healthiest you. Go to HealthyLeanLife.com to listen today. HealthyLeanLife.com Welcome to the Unlock Your Wealth Update. Here's Heather Wagonhalls. Paying off a loan faster than scheduled seems simple. All you have to do is save money. Doesn't seem that hard, right? Well, for couples who dedicate their time and money, paying off a 30-year mortgage in just seven years really isn't too hard to accomplish. Here are a few tips to achieve that financial goal. Add a little more to each payment. By paying an additional 200 a month toward debt like student loans, payoffs will free up more cash to throw at your mortgage. Part-time jobs. Become a nanny or offer services like guitar lessons or dog walking. These easy services don't take much time and help eliminate debt. The change jar. This might not seem like much, but any coins or bills under five bucks should be put away. After each month, take that cash and put it towards your mortgage. These daily tasks are small and you will be surprised at how much loose change you can accumulate in one year. For more great resources to help you create unlimited wealth and happiness, visit our website at crackingyourmoneycode.com. I'm Heather Wagonhals. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. One of 700 radio show hosts included in the book, Talk Radio Wants You. This is Jaguar Radio Program. Welcome back to our big broadcast, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and Live as Live can get Monday through Friday, 2 to 5 Central, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific, 1 to 4 Mountain Standard, and 24-7 at JiggyJaguar.com. On the TuneIn apps and Radio Loyalty, and our premium podcast is available commercial-free at JiggyJaguar.info. Selected editions will be available on iHeartRadio, 50-plus AM FM stations in the big network. Live from the KJAG Radio Studios today at 26722-J-I-G-G-Y. If you want to get involved with our big program today. And the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program is brought to you by our good friends over there at GoFundMe.com. Slash ZVD5WG. Oh yeah, real estate business startup. This comes from Ashonda Wyatt out of Alexandria, Virginia. We're trying to build a real estate investing business to provide a better financial support system for my seven-year-old daughter and I. I've been working six days a week in retail for the past couple years, barely making ends meet or having time for myself and my daughter. I'm craving change, new direction. It's time that I face my fears, follow my heart, and do what will make me happy and successful. Over the past few years, I've discovered a huge interest within myself to own and rent my own properties. Check out more information on this real estate business startup at GoFundMe.com slash ZVD5WG. That's right. We'll spell it for you. 
G-O-F-U-N-D-M-A dot C-O-M slash the letter Z, the letter B, the letter D, the number 5, the letter W, and the letter G. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. Let's get into it with our next segment here on our big program. We talked in the uh, last segment about uh, different things ranging in robotics. This is a special hour uh, edition of our big broadcast here on iHeartRadio and also 50 plus AM FM stations. We've got Donald Mazzella with us today. We also have my good friend Kip Marlowe. And um, Kip, there is a lot going on in the era of robotics. Uh, We were talking the dangers of robotics. And one thing I want to have Don get into is uh, artificial intelligence. But before we get into that, I want to talk about as an entrepreneur and as a um, as a businessman. What what's the business side? What what's the danger business side? I guess or the negative side of robotics, Kip. Well, the the um, the, the the negative side is uh, what was in the news today. Another uh, person, the second person that I know of, and Don can can pitch in on this, was uh, killed by a robot in India. Uh, the first person that I know of was killed in. France and uh, so no, Germany. Uh, oh, Germany. Is it Germany? Okay. Yeah. So um, you know you, you you still have those kind of dangers, uh, but on the on the other hand, I, I think one of the things that is a downside to robotics, but only temporary, is that it will take away an awful lot of jobs over the next twenty years that are basically low skilled jobs. So we're going to have to do what Don suggested earlier, and he's fighting for every day, is make sure we have more STEM schools, make sure robotics is part of the curriculum of schools, make sure that, make sure that the kids take a lot more science uh, and yeah. engineering courses, um, because they're going to have to be, um, they're going to have to be skilled people. Um, uh, for example, uh, I, uh, I think it was in she was I think it was in the Wall Street Journal the other day is um, the Enfield Motorcycle Company in India they they build great motorcycles there by the way uh, got rid of all of their uh, painters that paint the motorcycles and and replace them with robots Wow and the robots <laughs> you know so the and the robots are more accurate uh, they're faster uh, they don't call in sick. They, uh, you know, they, 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 they uh, don't get, uh, you know, they don't go to the bars too late at night, uh, <laughs> and they don't want to unionize. So, <laughs> so, yes, yes. And and the only thing about them is that once in a while they'll break down, and we got to have people that'll fix them. Uh, but um, I think that's a big, going to be a big challenge. And what Don's doing, uh, kudos to him for pushing robotics and uh, and more science and technology in the schools yes from kindergarten through the end of college well Don Don what, what what do you think about Kip's point with uh, with, with with the manufacturing jobs and things like that sometime down the line uh, some some of these low-level jobs being eliminated well that is that is going to happen it's happening on the uh, production lines in uh, 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 all of our car manufacturing, etc. Um, yes, there is going to be temporary relocation, but I, I respectfully disagree on one point. Um, you're going to need mechanics and people like that to service those uh, robots that are going there. And those jobs pay on average higher wages than... Um, uh, than ordinary uh, mechanics jobs. So, uh, yes, if we train these people, and by the way, if, uh, it's not highly specialized training. It's just understanding how uh, ro- robots work and with the server, server servos that uh, um, uh, are involved and the programming that's involved. You're absolutely right. But um, I, I point out that um, in the aviation industry, when, when they um, uh, um, uh, created cockpits that uh, almost fly the plane by themselves, uh, there was a fear that the mechanics, uh, aviation mechanics would go away. But what it did is created a whole new class of, avi- of uh, aviation servicing people who uh, understood, who understood both the mechanical part of it, 
switching out one module for another, but also had to understand how all of the various circuitry worked and had to understand the complexity of a modern airplane cockpit. And, uh, and you can argue that um, uh, the next uh, frontier on robotics is in the aviation industry. So, um, yes, the, the lowest level people will be displaced, but they will be replaced. In fact, the unions, the auto unions, had to create whole new categories uh, for these people, and these and these people ended up with higher paying jobs. But he's absolutely right. As with everything, uh, the internet has uh, uh, dislocated millions of people, not just thousands, but millions of people. But the, uh, but what's happened is we've replaced them with others. Unfortunately, there's always going to be uh, that displacement. Now, uh, you, Don, you also mentioned, uh, and we'll get into that in our in our next segment about artificial intelligence. But uh, what, I, Kip, what 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 do you think about Don's point about they're always going to need people to work on these machines? Oh, I agree with that. I, I think the machinists are high-skilled laborers. I mean, they're they're, uh, and at least in the Midwest, uh, they get paid extremely well. Uh, even car mechanics uh, at dealerships are making a hundred thousand dollars a year around here, and uh, and so that that they're skilled people. So I I, I agree wholeheartedly with Don on that. Uh, but my my point, I think. I think Don uh, kind of buys into it too. Is that um, anybody who's a painter or a sweeper in a in a manufacturing plant, or uh, you know, very low skilled person, look out! You, you're going to have to retrain yourself. You're going to have to go back to. There's wonderful community colleges all over the country. Go back and retrain yourself um, because that's where the action is. You know, it's ironic you said that because. Uh, now, ro- robots clean the floors of most uh, 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 auto assembly plants. Mm-hmm. I believe right. that. Yeah, I believe that. Now, besides the uh, the the economic side of this, what 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 are what are some of the other, I guess, bad sides to uh, to to uh, technology, Don, moving forward? Okay. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, uh, when I was a, ver- a young man, that was a long time ago. But uh, there was a joke that circulated. All the scientists of the world got together and fed into the supercomputer every man, all of man's knowledge to ask him, the machine, one question. And the question was, is there a God? You know what the machine's reply was? There is now. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> wow! Okay. Well, that's pretty heavy. That's pretty heavy <laughs> I heard that over fifty years ago, and it stayed with me. Oh my and, golly! And well, I, I've heard it today, and it's going to stay with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's stay with Jiggy too. Yes. Yes. I am feverishly writing this down. <laughs> So 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 is that is is that going to be the 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 bad side of this of this whole thing is the artificial intelligence part of it or well uh, very much very much uh, about it and that's uh, that that's something that uh, scientists uh, are wrestling with uh, there are uh, programs today that are that are writing pro- programs themselves that the scientists we had on um, uh, we, uh, the Robotics uh, Foundation has a, a program called Robo Radio, and there is on our site uh, a fascinating interview with two of the leading uh, artificial intelligence scientists of the world um, uh, discussing this very point. I mean, we're, we're all familiar with the Terminator stories. But there was a, a movie in the 1970s called The Forbin Project, um, which uh, so uh, uh, pictured uh, the, the problems 
that we face. And, and these scientists who deal with artificial intelligence every day uh, feel that this is um, a, a real great concern. And in fact, uh, um, Stephen Hawkins, um, uh, Bill Gates, and yeah. others, uh, have all come out worried about that because um, we've all heard about big data uh, and we've created machines that learn. We have, uh, IBM has, has the machine that uh, plays chess, and they, they just announced that they're going to move it forward to, to, for more SETI and thinking. Um, and what we're doing is, in effect, uh, creating a, a world where we may not be able to uh, control our machines. And, and it is a worry, and it, and it is, as they freely admit, uh, uh, our site is the-nref.org. Uh, NovemberRobertEdwardFrank.org. Uh, and if you uh, go on and, see, and listen to this program, uh, I'm on the program, and, and halfway through it, you hear me saying I'm scared to death. Uh, because uh, we, we are facing a time uh, where... Uh, the ro robots may, uh, in effect, uh, step over the line and start thinking for, for themselves. And it's, it's a worry. And we should be cognizant of it. And uh, uh, as the scientists who, who deal in artificial intelligence do, we're teaching machines to teach themselves. And isn't that what uh, a human being is? From a baby, uh, he or she learns to teach themselves. Yeah. And uh, by adulthood, it's a problem. It's uh, no question about it. Um, uh, I believe it's called Skynet in the Terminator mo movies. <laughs> um, you know, uh, and if I may go back a little bit, um, ro robots comes from an I from a group series of Isaac Asimov. Uh, uh, short stories and novels uh, where he created the, the word robot um, which stood for the uh, for the company that uh, uh, developed the first uh, in, in the stories the first robot and um, we we have um, uh, by and large we view, view robots as benign and, uh, in fact, I have an article that I will send to you, Jimmy, when it's approved uh, okay. by the board. Yeah. Uh, should we teach our children to fear robots? Um, that's the name of the article. And it, uh, it is something we really have to um, uh, think about, and uh, I'm repeating myself, be cognizant of it, but, but it's there, and it's amazing. Uh, what's what's happening um, you know uh, Isomov uh, developed the three laws of uh, robotics um, and uh, as, the, as the AI scientists say in this article in this uh, interview uh, yes but uh, uh, there's nothing to guarantee that uh, these laws will not be violated by the ro robots in some time in the future Don, I want to make an editorial comment. Uh, Jiggy, is it okay if I make an editorial <laughs> Go, comment? Go, jump in there. Go, <laughs> uh, jump in there, yeah. Uh, number one comment is, do you mean that R2-D2 and C-3PO were not the first thinking robots? <laughs> and then secondly, and then secondly, <laughs> Jiggy, I don't think robots will ever take the place of a radio talk show. What do you think? Oh, <laughs> there's a few out there I think that probably could. <laughs> Yep, they're all voice tracked. They're all automated. Uh, and, and you know, uh, there's going to come a day when some hacker is going to come in, uh, maybe from ISIS or someplace else, oh and boy. take over a radio station and uh, start broadcasting um, uh, 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 religious programming. I mean, 
uh, yes, that's human intervention. But uh, we we have to worry about that because no matter there there's not a single thing that mankind has ever invented. I'm saying it again that someone hasn't turned into evil. And we have to be cognizant of it and keep a, I love that word, I, I, you know, uh, uh, because we have to keep that in mind and, and understand that we have to put uh, the, um, uh, as many safeguards as we can into this. And we, we, we also need to make people aware of the danger. Uh, there was a survey done a, a year ago in which uh, robots were considered um, uh, uh, amongst the most benign things that, that have happened in our, in our society in the last 20 years. And it's true, but there's also a downside to it. John, can I ask you a question? <laughs> Is it okay, Jiggy? If Go I ahead. Yeah, jump in I there. Am. Uh, it, I used to be um, in the medical device industry, and we uh, many times sold products for in what, what is called in vitro fertilization, where you uh, mix sperm and egg outside the womb, and then and then it fertilizes itself, and then you put the uh, you put the embryo back into the patient. And there were a lot of doctors who would put like five embryos in, and then you see somebody having quintuplets, and you go, oh, geez, oh, man. Um, so they decided to have an ethics board within the, um, within the American Medical Association. And a lot of these people uh, that, that provided uh, the services for in vitro fertilization, the gynecologists and the embryologists, uh, would sit on the board, and they would publish articles. Do we have that in robotics today, Don, and, and do you see that ever happening? Well, um, again, uh, going back to that radio uh, interview, uh, right now there's an informal, formal uh, 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 process in it. The scientists are, are, uh, are very concerned about it. However, they have a, uh, an ingrown fear of uh, making that a, a um, government, uh, uh, what, how should we say, uh, prerogative or uh, responsibility. Just what and we right need. Now, eh? Yeah, just what we need. Yeah. <laughs> Golly. Uh, I, I forget, maybe it was on our show on Tuesday, somebody said, who would ever want the government involved with anything? Um, <laughs> um, but, but there are scientists, they meet. The, uh, I tell you, I went to an AI um, uh, symposium uh, get-together, and I have to tell you, 99% of it was over my head. But uh, the 1% uh, that I did understand was the, the, the very concerns and the very thought that you, that you had, uh, you, uh, uh, you, you just questioned, because we, there has to be some control and there has to be some um, uh, meeting of the minds on this. Uh, however, you, um, if you look at the countries that are really into robotics, China, mm -hmm. Russia, Russia, the usual suspects, uh, Japan, le less so as a suspect, but Japan probably is the leading uh, uh, robotics uh, 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 fertilization nation right now. Uh, there is competition. There is... Uh, a desire, and don't forget, um, our own country is fueled. Uh, a lot of the research is fueled, uh, fueled by DARPA, the defense. Uh, I always forget how to. I know the first word is defense, and that makes me worried. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but then, can I ask you? Can I just mention? to you that, um, you, you know, you talk about the government, you talk about the Defense Department and stuff like that. My fear is that after listening to you, um, that if it's not self, um, you know, if, if we don't self-govern our own companies and institutions uh, developing robots, the government will. And that's what kind of scares me. It scares me as well. Um, uh, but don't forget also, 
a lot of the um, uh, advances that we have here in America are being done by small companies, uh, some in garages, some in uh, 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 I forget what, uh, uh, labs, um, uh, incubators, etc. Yes. yes. Uh, and uh, uh, thankfully, and I say that thankfully, uh, a lot of this is being done uh, without government support. It's being done and uh, it's being very, they're being very creative. And by, uh, by the way, you're into small business, you have a program. Uh, it's amazing how a lot of innovation is coming from small, small independent places. Uh, and uh, right now, they're so engrossed in doing the product that they're not thinking ahead, uh, as you are and other people are, about what are the consequences of what they're developing. Yes. So uh, 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 one of the things that uh, our foundation tries to do and raise the visibility uh, is uh, concerns like this. And hopefully starting a national dialogue. Uh, can I go sideways for a moment? Uh, yes, go. And point out, you know, it's interesting not one single presidential candidate has really <laughs> talked about yep. the possibilities robotics offers to jumpstart the economy. The internet jump-started the American economy in the, in the, in the 1990s. The robotics, if uh, you hear some people talk, is what's and what you said earlier in the program, is what's going to jump-start the next wave of uh, economic expansion. Yep. Because, uh, uh, yes, we're going to dislocate, but we're also at the same time going to provide uh, a vast new uh, uh, armada of products and services and ways of doing things that will fundamentally change how you and I live. Absolutely. I, I, I can't agree with you more, Don. And I, I was just thinking of, uh, of things that, uh, that I have read about in the past, like a, a robotic lawnmower. Yeah. That you don't, you know, you, that you don't have to stand behind it and, and watch it go across your lawn, but you, you put sensors in the corners of your yard and you can, and the lawnmower. Can you imagine, can you imagine being on the phone and somebody calling you on your cell phone, Jiggy, and, and uh, there's no <laughs> noise in the background and, so, and they say, what are you doing, Jake? And you say, "Well, I'm I'm cutting my I'm cutting my grass, you know." <laughs> you're, doing it, you're doing it remotely. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, there is a, 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 a such a product on the market. I understand. I haven't seen it, but uh, but I did see a cartoon. That, uh, uh, what jumped to mind is a wonderful cartoon of a car going over a cliff, and the and the caption reads, "Recalculating." <laughs> you know. oh, I just got that. Okay. <laughs> We've got uh, two great guests with us today discussing robotics here on iHeartRadio and also our uh, our big network of stations. At 42 minutes after the hour, we've got Donald Mazzella and, of course, uh, the fantastic Kip Marlowe, and both of them today discussing robotics. They both have a lot in this field. Um, Don. Will will robotics be the next Cold War? Kind kind of kind of break this down for us because uh, th- th- this is an interesting uh, spin on the whole robotics conversation. Well, it, 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 next it's happening today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you don't think that there are labs um, in in China and in Russia and in other places that are not developing not only. Uh, benign applications of robotics, but uh, 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 more lethal applications. I mean, we saw that young kid who who took a drone and and put a a, a gun inside a drone and put it up on YouTube. Oh. I mean, uh, and what is is, uh, our drone system but a a robot right now controlled by, uh, uh, I, I love it, he's... The pilot's in Las Vegas, and the uh, drone is uh, halfway around the world in Iraq. 
for uh, Syria. And uh, one of most, it is one of our most lethal weapons. And um, I heard from one of my Washington sources that um, uh, there is great efforts on the part of various nations to break into that system to, to get a drone to figure out. And by the way, Israel, uh, everybody, uh, we're talking about the uh, Iranian treaty, but, the, but some of the most sophisticated uh, drones in the world are, are being built by the Israelis. And, and they're using them to great effect. Uh, and uh, you can rest assured if they ever do decide to take out the uh, Iranian nuclear uh, capability, it's not going to be with fighter jets. It's going to be with drones. Putting a drone right into the, you know, the uh, Iranians put uh, their facility inside a mountain. You don't think a drone, uh, they don't have a plan to put a drone to go into that mountain? And, uh, uh, you know, uh, it, the next war um, at the U.S. Military Academy and at the uh, uh, Command uh, Center in Carlisle, uh, they're, they're fighting wars right now with, with robots, uh, you know, mock wars with robots. Uh, the Navy is building a, a ship now that, uh, that will only have a crew of six or seven. It's designed to be 90% automated. Uh, it's happening. And, it, and uh, the, the, the new um, fighter, I'll forget the name right now. That, uh, F-35? Yes. Just uh, became operational. It, it's 90% does the work of the pilot. Because the pilot, at some points, is so fast and the turn so rapidly that sometimes they black out and, the, and, and it's designed to, uh, the helmet is designed that the pilots wear is designed to, to uh, make decisions for the pilot it's going to happen um, and it's happening now and we have to be uh, uh, very aware of it and uh, uh, thank God the government is spending the billions of dollars for that uh, to do it. Um, it. I shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that, uh, gee, yes, that's interesting stuff. I, I, I didn't even, I didn't know that. Uh, I knew that we were we were using the drones to, um, you know, kill off the bad guys in many cases in Syria and Iraq and every place else. But I had no idea that this is this is this as big as it is, and I'm I'm glad that you uh, I'm glad you invited me on the show with Don because this is a great learning experience. We've got Don Mazzella with us today, also the fantastic Kip Marlowe, and uh, Kip the uh, the the future of of robotics. Uh, we we've talked a little bit about that today. There's there's a lot of different things uh, going on. What do you see as some of the future trends in robotics? And then we'll let Don jump in there. Well, you know, I'm a small business guy. I owned one, and I, uh, you know, I, I just, uh, uh, I, I understand small business. But uh, there's there's a lot of small manufacturers now that are looking into at small business man, small manufacturing businesses, excuse me, that are are looking at uh, bringing in more and more robotics to uh, be able to help them uh, to send the products out the door at a at a, a lot less expensive price because uh, two things are happening. One is, you know, people could go to China and get it stuff made for next to nothing. Uh, and the, the, you know, the, the second thing is American business in manufacturing, at least, cannot find skilled workers. Our, hence our discussion at the beginning of the, of, the, of the show. And so they almost have to invest in, in, in robots to be able to make all this stuff happen. And I think the good part about that is that the, um, the ro- robotic revolution um, is going to put a downward pressure on cost, and we're going to, and, and American manufacturers are going to be able to bring a lot of business back uh, from overseas, from Singapore, from Taiwan, from China, uh, because we will be more price competitive. Okay, that's what I'm seeing happening. I, I agree. Agree. I agree with you. We have a study which we're going to publish in the next two weeks. Um, 
we asked uh, 200 top industrial executives, uh, executives of, of corporations, what, what area, uh, what five areas did they uh, think would, would uh, fuel uh, job growth and, and economic growth? And not a single person in that list did not uh, left off robotics. Wow. Okay. Really? I can I can believe that. I can I can really believe that robotics is, and hence, hence Jiggy, it's a revolution, and it's gonna it's it's <laughs> yes. probably not gonna be as fast as uh, as the internet was, but as as Don said, but it's gonna happen, and it's happening quickly right now, and it's it's gonna it's gonna end up growing exponentially. It it very well could be a uh, a big big deal. Uh, coming down the pike here. We've got Kip Marlowe with us today, also Donald Mazzella, and they're here today talking robotics with us. Um, we, we, we've talked a little bit about robotics being kind of kind of the next Cold War and how it's here now, some future trends. Um, what are some of the dangers, gentlemen, uh, of these of, of robotics, like these self-driving cars? And we've all we've already kind of discussed the drones a little bit, but even drones. What, what are some dangers here? Because... I'll tell you, a, 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 a robotic car just scares the hell out of me, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm very scared very easily. <laughs> so. Well, Don, can I, can I take that for a minute and then turn it over to you? Is that okay with you, Don? Of course. Of course. Um, uh, it, the, uh, recently, I, I believe it was after the first of this year, of, uh, that um, Uber... The ride-sharing company. Yes, we're all familiar with Uber. Yes, um, rated the Carnegie Mellon uh, robotics program of their engineers. Uh, they just bought them, absolutely bought them. And the reason that they bought them was they set up a Pittsburgh facility to develop uh, developed driverless cars. So, uh, so I think the Google car and. And, and Don, uh, maybe maybe I'm wrong on this, but I think it's I think Google cars have gone 300,000 miles without an accident or without a mistake. Uh, yeah. But I think they've also gone on freeways and haven't gone in the middle of uh, New York City or, or Trenton, New Jersey, to drive either. So um, uh, those cars, Jiggy, are on the way, and uh, in 10 years, there's going to be a lot of them on the road. But uh, but but they're already on the road. If you really look at it. You, you know, I drove in a Volvo the other day, where if it, uh, if he got too close to the car and ahead of him, a beep uh, came out. Oh yeah. Um, you know, uh, if you go if uh, if the turn signal goes on and there's a car uh, on the left lane lane, it beeps. We're moving in that direction, um, and. Quite frankly, given um, the, the, the drivers that I see on the road, uh, no matter where I go, I think a, a, a driverless car is probably safer than some drivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you've got a good point there, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, uh, go out. I don't know about you, but... But if you're in, a, in the middle, let's say the middle lane, and you want to go to the right lane, you put on your signal to go, and the cars behind in the right lane speed up so that you yes. won't get in front of them. Yeah. You must be in New Jersey. <laughs> well, yeah, in New Jersey, Massachusetts, <laughs> I don't care where the heck you are. I'm in Nevada, I don't care. I mean, I, I've driven in a lot of different states over the last year. And, and it's just something that um, you, they speed through uh, uh, parking lots. Uh, you know, uh, driverless cars, for instance, the, the way Google has it, they're not on the open road. They have a governor on it so that they can't go more than 20, 25 miles gotcha. inside a, a parking lot. I mean, they're, they're taking uh, safe driving and trying to automate it. And I, for one, thank them for it, because uh, it, it's it's a great problem. Uh, we're not teaching uh, uh, our, our, our 
uh, our young people and our old people to the good manners of the road. Uh, I'm 72, and I remember when I took driver's ed a long, long, long time ago. I mean, they drilled into you. You, you use it as a signal. How many times do you drive along and the, the guy just uh, cuts in front of you without a signal uh, or does anything else? I'm, uh, a driverless car, if they're going to make a turn or move a lane, automatically puts on the signal. These, these are things to make us safest. What's the first rule of robotics? Uh, a robot shall not do anything to harm a human being. Uh, and uh, in this case, uh, 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 if we could, if we could reduce uh, uh, auto accidents by 10%, uh, auto fatalities, we are saving 36,000 lives a year. And a ton of money. Forget the money. Uh, in my view, forget the money. It's the people. Sure, I, I can understand it, but I'm thinking I'm thinking uh, uh, the the costs and the trauma and the people that are, uh, you know, the people that are hurt by that uh, uh, that that weren't in that car. Uh, absolutely, would, you know, it just uh, that's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. Now, with with this, uh, with with, with the, some of the driverless cars and things of this nature, uh, Don, you are correct. People, when you put on a signal. They go nuts, <laughs> or they, or they won't let you get over, or 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 whatever. Um, I I think the driverless cars uh, will will be not an issue. Um, I've often thought, you know, like with the with GPS and things like that. You know, if the GPS can get you to where you need to be, why can't it be synced up with a driverless car, and they just get you there? Sure. Yes, it's happening. But can I also point out something? Yes. Um, it's my fa- my favorite thought. I'm try- I've been trying to write an article for almost a month, and I haven't succeeded. If you look at the, if you read, reread the uh, science fiction writers of the mid-20th uh, uh, century, the Osmonds of the world, the Bradburys, the Frederick Browns, they predicted all of the things that we are doing today. And they also predicted, unfortunately, uh, a time when maybe robots will be ruling us. So their track record is pretty good um, about what was going to come. And, you know, uh, uh, Wikipedia is really the foundation, which is the foundation series from uh, uh, Philip K. Dick. Uh, You know, everything that they said, and they talked about driverless cars, and they were so accurate about what's going to happen, and they said, uh, you know, the thing we had to worry about was uh, uh, a soulless machine ruling the world, so that uh, they gave us warning before, and they're giving us warning today. Wow. Now that's food for thought. <laughs> yes, it is. He's got, Don's got me speechless. <laughs> Whoa. Don, Don tends to do that on this program. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only person that he never makes speechless is IQ Al Rizzoli, but that's <laughs> No, Dan Perkins. <laughs> Dan Perkins, yes. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, as we wrap up here, this has been a very entertaining hour. Um, before we let everybody go, Kip, how do we get a hold of you, my friend? Chiggy, I lost you there for a second, but I think you asked uh, how I get a hold of me. Yes, e- yes, e- yes. ECRsuccess.com. ECRsuccess.com. And, Don, uh, you are all over the place, my friend. What, what is the best spot to get a hold of you? Well, uh, I want to put in another plug for the-nref.org, the National Robotics Education Foundation. There's a lot of good material there. We have free curriculum on there. Um, I hope people will come, uh, support us, give us ideas, tell us what to do, um, and, and give us their thoughts. We're here to help the, the young people. I was raised in the generation that said, well, the first, this generation does for the next. 
and that's what we really have to do, uh, especially in, in terms of robotics. Well, gentlemen, it's been a very entertaining hour. I appreciate you guys being with us. And, uh, Kip, we will talk to you next week. And, Don, we will it. talk to you next week, my friend. You got it, Jiggy. Thanks for inviting us. Definitely. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Have yourself a wonderful day. Don Mazzella and, of course, Kip Marlowe with us today. These guys are amazing. Thanks for joining us today here on iHeartRadio, also AMFM247.com. This edition of the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio program. This hour will be available on the iHeartRadio app, so check it out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.